If you are happy to see the deal date, the prophetic deal date for this prophetic season that God has set apart to settle everyone, give my Jesus another big shout of praise. Also today, last Sunday, in this great month of November, God has kept you, you are alive, you are in the sanctuary, you are not in the mortuary. Why don't you raise your two hands and just bless him this morning? Raise your two hands, lift up your voice and bless him. Raise up your voice and just bless him this morning. Raise your voice and 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 bless him this morning. We bless you, Lord. We give you praise. We give you glory. Oh, we thank you, Father. We bless you, our Redeemer. We thank you for your mercies that are new every morning. We thank you. We bless you. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you glory. We praise you, Father. We celebrate you, mighty King. We magnify you, Lord. Blessed be your name, mighty King. Thank you, mighty Father. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Apart from giving thanks to God, we are also here this morning because God has invited us to settle us. Every unsettled area of any life shall be settled here today. Every crisis, every elter scatter, every ups and downs shall be finally settled this morning. Now before you take your seat, I'd like you to say, Father, by your settled word, settle this area of my life. My health, my finances, my business, my family. What is that area you desire settlement? What is that area you desire supernatural settlement? Now mention it to heaven right now. Mention it to heaven right now. Spiritual settlement. Career settlement. Father, today is my day of all-round settlement. Today, today. My children must be settled. Every uncertainty, every apprehension, every fear must be over today. Every crisis must be over today. Everything that makes me go up and down must be over today. Must be over today. Thank you, mighty Father. Blessed be your name, mighty God. In the name of Jesus Christ. Now stretch your hands here. Father, for every worshiper, as an aftermath of this service, I welcome everyone into a world of settlement. Amen. That whatever is due to your people in the first services today, beginning from this service, Father, settle everyone supernaturally. Amen. Father, you are the judge of all. Every case against anyone, settle it in the favor of your people. Amen. Let no contrary situation 
escape divine settlement today. Thank you, Mary Father. Father, also grant everyone perfect understanding of your word. In Jesus' mighty name. If you are there, shout a stronger amen. amen. Your hands together for Jesus. And please, you may be seated. It's my year of breaking limits. Today, prophecies shall be fulfilled for somebody here. Today, whatever God has spoken, He said, at the set time, at the set time, and today is the prophetic set day for the fulfillment of the prophetic word. Like a dream of the night, your long-awaited breakthrough will reach your hands today. In the name of Jesus Christ. Now, in this service, which also is our Thanksgiving service, we'll be sharing the word, which is the same in all our churches globally, that is captioned, understanding what is unique about this church. Understanding what? In the kingdom, understanding is it. Whatever you don't understand, you can never stand out in that area. In the kingdom, your understanding determines the result you get. Matthew 13, 23. You have zero understanding, you get zero results. He received a seed into the good ground. And he read the word and understood it. He brought forth 30-fold, 60-fold, 100-fold. 30-fold understanding, 30-fold results. 60-fold understanding, 60-fold returns. 100-fold understanding, 100-fold returns. Whatever you do, when it comes to God, the understanding back in it determines the result you obtain. Proverbs 21 verse 16. Say he that wandereth out of the way of understanding shall remain in the congregation of the dead. He will not get any results. We are saying that this church is a unique church. And we need to understand what makes it unique. Jacob said, the Lord is in this place, and I knew it not. And because he didn't know, he couldn't partake of what God has ordained for him. The church is the place where God's people obtain deliverance, obtain their heart desires. Obadiah verse 17. He said, upon Mount Zion, there shall be deliverance, and there shall be holiness, and the house of Jacob shall possess their possession. 
But if you're in Mount Zion and you don't understand the uniqueness of the particular Mount Zion in which you are in, you may be robbed, you may be denied. The things due to you, you may not be able to assess it. I pray that as I understand it, come alive today. Whatever is due to us in glory, in beauty, in prosperity, in long life, in deliverance, shall be delivered to all. Amen. Numbers chapter 35, verse 11 and 12. God still has cities of refuge on the hearts today. And this church is evidently one of such cities of refuge. He said, Then shall ye appoint unto you cities to be cities of refuge. For you, that the slayer may flee neither, which killeth any person unawares. And they shall be unto you cities of refuge from the avenger, that the manslayer die not. Say, I am the Lord that change not. I appointed cities of refuge for them that time. I have not changed my nature of appointing cities of refuge for my people. In that passage of scriptures in Numbers chapter 11, that is, if anybody has committed any offense or even killed a human being and is being pursued for destruction and he runs into God's appointed city of refuge, that the moment he enters there, the assailant, the enemy, is not permitted to harass him again. It's a place of rescue. It's a place of deliverance. It's a place of rest. God has not changed. He has designated cities of refuge scattered across the globe. And that is what has been responsible for diverse testimonies that we hear. We have seen people beaten, battered, rejected, forsaken. Come to this city of refuge. And their lives have been transformed. I hope I have witnesses here. <laughs> it's not accidental. Is the plan of God. So perhaps people are still here suffering anything, anything pursuing you. Whatever pursues anyone into this church has pursued that place blessing into greatness. Amen. Whatever brings you into this church has brought you into your place of fulfillment. Amen. Into your place of rest. Amen. Into your place of greatness. Amen. So whatever is contrary to rest, to greatness, to joy, on this mountain, they shall be destroyed. 
Second Samuel chapter 7, verse 10. He said, Moreover, I will appoint a place for my people, Israel. God has not changed. He's still appointing. And I will plant them that may dwell in a place of their own and move no more. Neither shall the children of wickedness afflict them anymore as before time. If you are here, I would like you to understand you are not here because you wanted to be here. You are here because God brought you here to stop the wickedness of the wicked in all ramifications. This church is not a human formation. It's a product of a heavenly vision. It's not a let's, start, let's sit down and form a church. It's a product of 18 hours of a heavenly vision. That God said to his servant, now the hour has come to liberate the world from all oppressions of the devil. Through the preaching of the word of faith. And I'm sending you, Oyedepo, to undertake this task. I am here as a saint partaker with the undertaker. That the mandate shall be fully delivered for somebody here today. Yeah. It's an anti-oppression commission. It's an anti-weeping commission. You are not permitted to be here and weep. You are not permitted to be here and mourn. So, whatever is responsible for mourning, for weeping, in any life is over here today. Yeah. That those who know their God, they shall be strong and they shall do exploit. If you don't know the God and the place he has appointed for you, that means you'll be weak and you'll be ordinary. You'll be lost in the crowd. Your knowledge is vital. He said, he has given unto us all things that pertains for life and godliness through the knowledge. Second Peter chapter 1 verse 3. The provisions are there, but when you don't know it, you suffer for free. He said, my people are destroyed, not because Satan is strong, not because there is enemy in town, not because the economy of their nation is down, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Today is somebody's day. So you need to be in church and be spiritual. He said, for the natural man receiveth not the things of the spirit of God. First Corinthians 2 verse 14. The church is not a secular place. The church is not a physical place. The church is not a human gathering. The church is a spiritual place. And for you to maximize and get what God has ordained for you, you have to come out of the natural realm. Understanding the uniqueness of this church. Somebody was being pursued by praying mountains. 
and say, I'm going to report to the man of God in the church. And as he got to the gate of the church, great man, they say, I can't go. I will stay here and wait for you. When you finish, I will come and follow you. After the woman reported, say, where are they? Say, when I go to the gate of the church, the thing stopped. Let us go and see. And as you are approaching, the praying mountain, the insects were running away. It was an embarrassment to her. Follow her to market, follow her to everywhere. In the kitchen, in the bedroom. But when it got to the city of refuge, it cannot penetrate. I don't know whatever evil has followed anyone to date. As your understanding come alive, I see those oppressions terminated here today. Somebody came to church, entire family with tuberculosis. Nobody has prayed for them. They entered one of our cities of refuge. Without prayers, after 30 minutes, the woman looked at the husband. Nobody has coughed. Because prior to that time, virtually every minute, cough of tuberculosis. They were wondering what happened. In one sweep, the entire family was free from tuberculosis. Free from tuberculosis. Free from tuberculosis. What am I saying? Every sickness plaguing anyone in the world. From today, as you step into this appointed city of refuge, those sicknesses give up finally on your body. So it's a place of healing. It's a place of what? Somebody came to church suffering satanic oppressions. Entered the church. There was no prayer. He said as he entered, he felt as if you know the chains normally tie around the waist of monkeys was being unwound without any human hand. And from that point, all the oppressions of his life was over. This is no ordinary place. That's what I'm trying to tell us. Your sense of value in where God has put you will determine what flows to you there. If you are coming to church because it's Sunday morning, it's my custom, it's my habit to go to church, I want you to change that thinking from today. That whatever is harassing you in your business, in your career, per day, per week, when you come here, you have come to a city of refuge. You have come to a place where nothing is permitted to go with you as a concern. And today, that verdict shall be executed for somebody here. Oh, if you are among them, shout a stronger amen. amen. That is why over the years, we have seen God wipe away tears. From the faces of people here, according to God's word, Isaiah 25, verse 6 to 8. Every one genuinely connected to this church, they end up laughing. They end up smiling. Many of us remember the testimony of one allergy, one Muslim man who has tenants. The tenants were always complaining. They said, My friend, come here, tenants. I don't want story. I use my sweat to build this house. I want my rent when due. He said, well, in case you don't know what to do, you see that church there? Everybody that goes there, when they come out, they keep smiling. And the tenant followed the advice of the landlord, who was a Muslim. 
And the man came to church and suddenly the story changed. He started paying rent in advance. Another tenant was having a problem. He said, come, you two come. That your co-tenant was having a problem. I sent him to that church. That church, everybody that go there, they come out smiling. They're always smiling. You will smile from now. Yeah. Nobody will see trouble in your face again. Yeah. The second tenant went. The story changed. It was paying rent in advance. Started changing school of the children. Changed car. Started doing birthday for the wife. Landlord said, I have been an agbudo for long. Me to myself, I will go there. That man ended up being an elder in our church. He's the father of one of our pastors, Pastor Adiola. From being the Muslim to becoming an elder in the church by reason of what happens in this place. And whatever testimony God has ever done for anybody at all is available when you understand it. Your home shall be delivered today. Whatever is making anybody here to weep in the secret. Because you are here today, God will wipe away your tears. Amen. He said, on this mountain, from verse 7, it will swallow up death in victory. He said, the covering over all faces, he will wipe it away. So every time you come here, verse 8, God has an heavenly handkerchief in his hand. An invisible white handkerchief that is using to wipe away whatever is bringing tears. You must see that handkerchief today. Amen. You will experience the work of that handkerchief today. Amen. Your money shall be turned to dancing today. Amen. Because it is what you see, that's what you get. For all the land which thou seest, to you will I give. If you can see God with a white handkerchief, every time you come to this church, wiping away the tears of faces, if you can't see it, you can't get it. That's why we are talking about it today. Anti-weeping church. Say me, anti-weeping church. <laughs> we keep smiling every day, no matter the challenge. And we keep triumphing. Even as we dance today, you are going to triumph. We have seen God healed all manner of sickness and disease. We have seen God deliver from all assaults of the wicked one. We have seen God empower people with financial prosperity. I know quite a number of people. Somebody said, I joined this church from well, no, nowhere to stay at all. Now he has a big house close to Dylan here with a thriving, flourishing business. He said when they were building this church, he was, was joining them to carry uh, cement and carry sand as a laborer. It's an anti-poverty church. You cannot be here and remain poor. There's a grace here that forbids poverty. That grace will work for somebody here today. So understand. So when we talk about prosperity, we are not begging for it. It's a mandate. It's a commission that we have. Say, get back home and make my people rich. You need to be angry if you are poor. That I cannot be in this place and be poor. I cannot. You need to place a demand on the anointing in this place. He said, because of the anointing, the yoke shall be destroyed. So, and the anointing is never supplied until you place a demand. 
it is demand that determines supplies. That in this place, I'm not permitted to be poor. What am I going to make me an object of poverty? Father, by your anointing in this place, destroy it. Too many. Too many. Too many. Many more will join that list today. I said many more will join that list today. Because no matter what you, what you have, what you, if you are poor, nobody will listen to you. If you are poor, when you are doing family meeting, the only thing you will do there is opening prayer and closing prayer. You say, wait first. Pastor, come. They call you pastor, sir. But God will give you a voice. So, if you see this church, if you see Bishop Nuko talking, nobody can harass him. He has never begged anyone. This church has never begged any man, any government, military or civilian. Because God has empowered us for where supernatural way, which they cannot understand. Clean, transparent words. Wealth with protection. This church is dangerous. You can't come against this church and survive. You can't do evil against this church and survive. The, this church is a stone set in Zion. Everyone that come against, they go down. Everyone for the church, they go up. They go up. And you are a member of that church. Everything happening in this church will happen in your life. I said from today, anyone against your life will go down for your life. Anyone against your children will go for your children. So understand where you are. Understand where you are so you can connect fully. So I can be a bona fide, authentic partaker with proofs to show. Only fools doubt proofs. If you don't have proofs of where you belong, people will doubt you. They will doubt you. But from today, nobody will doubt your Christianity. Nobody will doubt that you're a winner. I said you'll be a winner by testimonies. So, from all the above, I have said, we can see that God supernaturally settles people in this church. So, as you settle here, God will settle you. I said, God will settle somebody here. So, don't just be a visitor. In every church, there are visitors, there are admirers, there are students, there are people who come here to just come and learn. There are workers. There are people who are just coming to work. They work either as a sanctuary keeper or work as choir or work as a usher. They are workers. Then there are followers. Until you are a follower, you cannot be made. He said, follow me. And I will make you. Matthew 4 verse 19. So, don't just be coming to this church. Be a follower of the practic scriptural practices of this commission. He said, be you followers of them who through faith and patience have obtained. Hebrews chapter 6 verse 12. Follow individuals in the church who have the testimony of what you desire. Follow the church. The church has testimonies. In the midst of lockdown, the church is breaking limits. This church is in Guinness Book of World Records. The first largest church of the total built within one year, debt free. There's no, no, no church that has this, what this church commands every Sunday morning in Kenalan, in our Elkota church. There's nowhere that gathering takes place anywhere. 
that every Sunday morning, not convention, not annual thing. So you belong to a pay-setting, record-breaking commission. Nothing is permitted to break down in your life. You will not be at the back in your life. So he said, be you followers of the churches. Be you what? Followers of the churches. Followers of the churches. So we are not just called to follow human beings, follow churches. First Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 14. That says, in case you don't trust the testimony of individuals, trust the testimonies of churches. He said, brethren, became followers of the churches. Churches with testimonies. Because nobody can give you what they don't have. He said, such as I have. This is a gigantic church. That's why this church bats giants. Dwarfs can never give birth to a giant. Only giants give birth to giants. That's why giants in every facet of life, they are rising in this commission. People making waves. It's a family of stars. It's a church of stars. It's not a church of riffraffs. So, if you want to emerge among the stars and the giants, follow. A dwarf that is following a giant will end up as a giant. A giant. Is somebody there? Just find out the steps that the giants are taking. And what will happen? You end up in the same place. So, you can't see a giant church here and go to mushroom. Because nobody can help you beyond what he has. Nobody loves you beyond what he has. So you can't be in church like that and say you're going to where you are looking for prayers and visions. Say, come and see vision for me. You must be blind. God has given you eyes to see. Is somebody still there? So to be in the church like that and still be patronizing prayer houses, you don't understand where you are coming to. You don't understand. If a tailor wants to make clothes for you, and you are checking his dress. And so when he's walking, dogs are barking. He can't sew something better for you than himself now. Check what the tailor is wearing first. So check this commission. If you see anything that you like, then it's available for you. Is somebody sitting there? We don't beg. You will never beg forever. What am I saying? If you do what we do, you will see what we see. Be you followers of the churches. Be you followers of the churches. And you will be settled like the church. Settled like what? Nothing will unsettle you again. I said nothing will unsettle you again. Somebody here is due for timely settlement. Every unsettled area is finally over today. Yeah. I say it's finally over today. Yeah. Now the question is 1 Peter chapter 5 verse 10. What is settlement? 1 Peter chapter 5 verse 10. He said after you have suffered a while, it will make you perfect, establish you, strengthen you, and do what? And settle you. Settlement means end of suffering. Settlement means end of crisis. Settlement means the end of running elter scatter, you are settled, you are established. You are not fighting. Settled means you are at peace, you are at rest. There are people who are fighting and struggling for many things, struggling over their health, 
struggling over their business, struggling over their children, struggling and fighting even while sleeping. Your settlement is today. I said your fighting is over. I said the contention over your destiny is over. Somebody's destiny shall be settled here today. So our God is the judge of all. And every father wants his children settled in good time. Now, after sending your child to school, masters, PhD, and they now ask you, when do you want your son to have a job? When will you want it? Next month? You ask a woman, when? He said, yesterday. I want my daughter, I want my son settled when? Yesterday. That means it's long overdue. I want it now, now, long overdue. So, the things you want to be settled, does God have it in his hand? Is God have it in his hand? Somebody here will be settled maritally. Somebody here will be settled financially. Somebody here will be settled spiritually. Every form of nightmare is finally over for somebody here. Somebody's health concern will be set to finally here today. Amen. After this service today, you will never know the meaning of sickness forever. Amen. So the question is, what is, how soon does God settle up? He said, after you have suffered a while. Say me a while. I'm not hearing somebody right now. A while. What is the definition of a while in scriptures? A while means one hour. Say me one hour. Matthew chapter 8. Verse 8 to 10 and verse 13. Somebody was unsettled. Their sickness was about to culminate in death. And says, Say, speak the word only, and my servant at home shall be healed. And the Bible says, In the self same hour, say me the self same hour. I'm not hearing somebody right now. The self same hour, the earth question was settled. Verse 13. The self same hour, the self same hour. I don't know what has been your own challenge. This hour, I command your settlement. That sickness was to culminate in death for that servant. But by reason of the settled war, the concern was settled. I don't know what concerns you before coming here. This same hour, I command your timely settlement. Oh, if you are there, shout a stronger amen. amen. What constitutes a while in scriptures? One day, say me one day. one day. I'm not hearing somebody right now. One day. one day. Say weeping may endure for a night, but joy cometh when? In the morning. That means overnight. There will be several overnight settlements here today. I said that matter will be settled in your favor. People have been owing you your money. By tomorrow morning, this time tomorrow, they will call you to give you your money. They have been holding on to what belongs to you. I said, by this time tomorrow, they will deliver it to your hands. Amen. Somebody here is long overdue for pregnancy. Between now and tomorrow, your pregnancy is hereby established. Amen. Overnight. What more? When it's time for settlement, say me maximum three days. Maximum three days. Luke 24, verse 1 to 6. He said, today, 
You kill? He said, but in three days' time. Luke chapter 24, verse 1 to 6. On the third day, they thought it was over. But on the third day, he said, it's no longer there. On the third day, it was raised up. On the third day, it was what? Verse 6. It was raised up. The position changed. The status changed. Somebody's story here will change for the better here. So, we must recognize that no affliction is permitted to stay beyond three days. That's the meaning. So, that concern that has lasted beyond three days is a curse. And today, that curse is declared cursed. Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse 59. Whatever is of long continuance is a curse. So, we must curse it. So, what does it take to enjoy settlement? Very quickly, as I close. Number one, be born again. What does it take to be settled? Number one, be what? Be born again. Colossians chapter 1, verse 13. When you are born again, you are translated from the kingdom of darkness to the kingdom of his dear son. You are translated from the kingdom of unsettlement to the kingdom where you are settled, where you enjoy rest on every side. In 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 21, when you are born again, the Bible says, you are now the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Jesus has been made sin for you. And one of the effects of righteousness is peace. Say me peace. I'm not hearing somebody now. Peace. The loudest you can. Peace. Isaiah chapter 32 and verse 17. The work of righteousness shall be peace. The work of righteousness, the proof of righteousness shall be peace and quietness forever. Rest on every side. Rest in your business. Rest in your career. Rest over your children. No uncertainty, no apprehension, no fear. That's your new realm from now. I said that's your new realm from now. So you must be born again. That's number one. Number two, very quickly, if you want to be settled, be committed to building up your faith. Be committed to building up your faith. Hebrews chapter 4, verse 9 to 12. God has reserved rest, settlement for his people. There remained therefore a rest to the people of God. That's the first scripture I got when I joined this commission in 1991. There remained therefore what? A rest. There's an allocation of rest to every child of God. You are taking your own allocation today. Rest over your career. Rest over your spouse. Rest over your tomorrow. There remained therefore a rest. But this rest, you can only contact it by faith. Verse 10, verse 11, verse 12. For he that is entered into his rest, he has also ceased from his work. Verse 11. For we, let us therefore labor to enter into that rest, lest any man fall after the same example of unbelief. So, when you enter into faith, you enter into rest. Because faith will silence every storm of life. Faith will do what? Ephesians chapter 6 verse 16. He said above all, taking the shield of faith, where which you quench all the fiery deaths of the devil. When Jesus was traveling one time, the Bible said there was a great wind. There was a great storm. And the disciples, he was sleeping on the pillow. And the disciples came and said, Jesus, don't you care that we perish? And Jesus arose. And rebuked the storm, and there was a great calm. And he said to them, Why is it that you have no faith? 
that you can enjoy rest, you can be settled in the midst of storm. Why is it that you have no faith? So, when you don't have faith, you'll be unsettled. So, if you want to be settled in any area of life, go and build up your faith. Go and do what? Faith is the master key to a world of all-round settlement. Any area you want to be settled, any area you are tired of running elter scatter, go and build up your faith. Faith is not automatic. You don't build up your muscles by just talking. You build up your physical muscles by eating and going to the gym to exercise it. So you go to the spiritual gym after eating the word of God, then you go to the spiritual gym of exercising your spiritual muscles. That's how to build up faith. Is somebody there? So build up faith in your area of desire. You want to be settled in your career? Go and build up faith. Go and get the word of God in that area. If you want to be free from satanic oppressions, go and build up faith in that area. Faith is no cheap talk. Say, so let us labor to enter into rest. Labor into enter. If you want to have rest over your children, build up faith on how to raise up excellent children. It's not accidental. Success is not luck. Somebody said, Success is a product of luck. Ask any failure. Ask what? Every failure will tell you that people succeed by accident. But every successful person will tell you no success is accidental. Because no accident is a success. Have you ever seen a successful accident before? No. So nobody succeeds by accident. So build up your faith intentionally and consciously. When you come to church, your faith is being built. Be in a faith-building church where they build up your faith to enjoy sound health, to enjoy prosperity, to enjoy dominion in the midst of challenges. There will always be storms in the journey of life. But when you commit yourself to building up your faith, no matter the storm, you'll be settled. May you receive that grace today. Amen. Number three, as I close, what does it take to be settled? Enter into a covenant to keep serving God and the interests of his kingdom in growing dimensions. Enter into a covenant to keep serving God and the interests of his kingdom. Second Chronicles chapter 15, verse 12 to 15. They were in trouble, but they entered into a covenant to serve God. And verse 15, he said, and the Lord granted them rest. God settled them. He settled them. Rest over their business. Rest over their health. Rest over their tomorrow. Rest over their in-laws. Rest over their children. Rest over their siblings. God granted them rest because they swore with an oath that they won't come to the house of God and, and be hide-do. And won't come to the house of God and just shout amen to the prayers and not do anything. For 20 solid years, they were having rest. So, there are quite a number who are serving God, but they have shifted. 
When Asa shifted, after 20 years, it began to have wars. Second Chronicles chapter 16, from verse 7 to verse 9. Because some people start serving God, they start seeing blessings. They start seeing rest over their finances, over their career. They now grow suddenly to become God's uncle, God's auntie. They stop relying on God. He said, now, because you have stopped relying on God, you are now relying on the king of Syria. I'm talking now from 2 Chronicles chapter 16, from verse 7 to verse 9. He said, because your heart is no longer perfect or steady with God in service. He said, thou hast done foolishly. He said, from today, you have wars. That's verse 9. He said, the highs of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth to show himself strong, to settle everyone whose heart is perfect, whose heart is steady in serving God. He said, but because you have done foolishly in not relying on God, he said, therefore, from henceforth, they will have wars. You never see struggles again. You never see crisis again. You never see trouble again. So, remain in service. Satan may want to entice you out. You have been serving. What have you seen? Remain there. Remain there. And keep growing in service. Serving God physically, materially, spiritually. And your settlement is sure. I say your settlement is sure. I say your settlement is sure. Somebody's suffering is over here today. Somebody's struggling is over here today. Set your hands here. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, according to your word, he said, after they have suffered a while, every suffering beyond a while, every suffering beyond three days, every pending, hanging blessing beyond three days that follow anyone here today, I command it to be destroyed. Amen. Father, in this covenant day of settlement, spiritually, maritally, financially, Say to your people in the name of Jesus. Every agent of unsettlement that want to unsettle any aspect of your destiny, today I command them to be unsettled. From today, the destiny of your children are declared settled. Your tomorrow is declared settled. Every apprehension, every uncertainty, every fear of tomorrow, the fear of death, I command them to be destroyed here today. Amen. Whatever will not allow you to rest, today I declare them to be laid to rest. Amen. Whatever has been troubling you, maritally, spiritually, financially, I command them to be troubled out of existence. Amen. The God of this church, the God of this commission, will fight your battles from now. The days of your fighting in your business, the days of your fighting in your sleep, I command them be over today. Everything fighting you, the God of this commission, begin to fight them. Whatever has robbed you of your peace, of your joy, of your blessings, today I command them be destroyed. Whatever has been robbed of you, it had told before because you have come to this Mount Zion where the house of Jacob possess their possession. I command whatever will rob you right now be released to you right now. Amen. Your miracle just receive it right now. Amen. Your healing receive it right now. Amen. 
your favor receive it right now everyone who have been serving god in this church from today i command your oral settlement be settled in honor be settled in prosperity nothing will take you out of honor forever nothing will take you out of prosperity forever nothing will take you out of soundness forever receive it in the name of jesus and so shall it be put your hands together for jesus right now get seated very quickly because in a moment from now we're going to praise him but you are here you are yet to give your life to christ anyone not born again will suffer again anyone not born again will be unsettled again anyone not born again satan will attack you again anyone not born again satan will oppress you again but you can make up your mind right now to say i want to be settled i want rest i've been struggling i've been fighting i've been things are not working for me but today i want to settle with god wherever you are stand to your feet right now jesus is calling you you need to give god bless you they are standing up already god bless you stand to your feet stand to your feet many i thought we were still clapping they are standing right now now carry your bus carry your bible and start coming keep coming keep coming start coming start coming or you want to rededicate your life to christ start coming after we pray for them we'll be having our monthly thanksgiving so start packaging your monthly thanksgiving seed we'll be doing that and be giving god high praises and the god of this commission who has done mighty things this year for us we visit somebody here fresh whatever has ever made you to shed tears in their privacy as we praise him this morning heaven will visit you i said heaven will visit you i will still clapping they are still coming right now many are still coming they are still coming keep coming keep coming keep coming i thought somebody giving my jesus a big shout of praise so ensure you are packaging your thanksgiving seed in a moment from now all of us who are here your right hand upon your chest and see after me right now lord jesus i come to you today lord jesus i believe you came to this world you died for my sins you arose the third day come into my life be my lord be my savior from today i will serve you all the days of my life thank you jesus for saving me now i know i am born again amen let me pray for you father i ask right now that your blood will avail for them write their names in the book of life keep them to your second coming in jesus name amen please open your eyes your lives will never be the same again from today no 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 power of satan will bring crisis to your life again your suffering is over today you have attended this service of settlement every area of struggle is over today struggling to eat is over struggling to get a job is over struggling to be pregnant is over struggling to break through is over in the name of jesus christ so the one thing as you have heard from that word settle down in your appointed city of refuge then the things that we enjoy we begin to enjoy the same we love you so much 